Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete uh, here in Idaho. I'm, I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and uh, visiting today on the Heart of the Athlete with Coach Josh Aldinger, who uh, teaches and coaches over at Meridian High School. Josh, it's great to have you on the show today. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Ken. I know, Josh, you've, you've coached over there at Meridian High for a while, and uh, I know we want to talk about you know how you got involved in sports, but uh, tell us, you, you've coached both wrestling and girls' soccer at Meridian High, right? Yeah, that's correct. I coached at Meridian High School uh, for 13 years in wrestling and uh, five years uh, girls' soccer. Wow, that's great. And I know you're part of a, a coach's study that we have on during the week on Tuesday mornings over at JB's, and and we're, maybe we'll have some time to talk about that. And uh, But, folks, we want to tell you, first of all, about some FCA stuff coming up uh, that's going to be a lot of fun you might be really interested in. And I know Josh is interested as well. We've got the, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on ESPN. You know, they own quite a few of those, of those bowls, and they've actually moved the famous Idaho Potato Bowl to Friday, January 3rd this year. It's kind of late, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a cold one. And, and usually they have that a week or two before Christmas. And the last few years has been like the 20th, 21st, 22nd. But we have a breakfast that we do, an FCA breakfast. It's always the day before the bowl game. So this year it's, uh, it's Thursday, January 2nd, 2020. And we have uh, former Chicago Bear, uh, Mike Singletary. Holy cow, I'm super excited about that. I've been a Bears fan since I was a little, little kid. Electronic football, or you remember the yeah. vibrating? Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. The vibrating board, yeah. So I had the Bears and the Eagles, and so I've been a been a Bears fan since a little guy. And and Singletary's near and dear to my heart. Well, and Mike Singletary, boy, he was uh, uh, he's in the NFL Hall of Fame. He was a ten time Pro Bowler. He uh, played linebacker at Baylor University. Uh, you know, Grant Taff. Uh, Famous uh, football coach was at Baylor. His his head coach at the time, and then um, I know his linebacker coach was actually a guy I know, Joe Broker, who was our regional director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in the Northwest. But uh, and then uh, I mean, what, what's one of your favorite memories of Mike Singletary, Josh? I love his crazy eyes looking over the line. I mean, he was just uh, just a maniac back there at linebacker. Yeah, he was one intense dude, and I don't know if he ever wrestled, but he would have been probably a phenomenal wrestler too. Just how explosive he was, right on the field. Yeah, he was, he would definitely be a double leg guy for sure. Yep, a double leg tackle, wouldn't he? <laughs> well, folks, that if you want to come here and see Mike Singletary here in Boise, it's January second at the Boise Center at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl FCA breakfast. That's at 7.30 on January 2nd. You can get more information at fcaidaho.org. Um, you, can, uh, you, can, you can buy a single ticket, or if you want to bring some kids, you can bring some kids. Uh, if, if you uh, coach a youth team, it could be any sport, uh, girls' sport, guys' sport, youth teams. We have some special prices for that. And if you maybe own a business or you want to sponsor a table uh, for the men at your church, um, uh, you can do that and then bring nine other there's 10, 10 seats to a table and you can bring nine other folks with you. And it's a it's a great way of evangelism. 
Because people will come to see Mike Singletary, won't they? Oh, man. If they don't come see the Singletary, they're done crazy. Yeah, they, don't, they probably don't have a pulse, right? That's right. No pulse. <laughs> so uh, I know, Josh, we've been talking about that for a couple of weeks. I know you're excited, aren't you? Uh, I'm really excited. I can't wait to see Mike Singletary. And he was a, a head coach in the NFL and then also um, an assistant coach, I don't know, four or five teams, right? Yeah, he's, he's bounced around a little bit, but... Uh... Um, I think yeah. His last his last stint was with uh, the Niners, I believe. Yeah, yeah and, and I remember he always used to wear his, a big cross on the outside, and he probably got a lot of flack for that. And, uh, and I would imagine he was under the radar for that. Yeah, and he's currently coaching at a Christian high school down in Texas right now. So we're excited. So hey, folks, uh, fcaidaho.org can get more information about that, and uh, we got some videos. Some YouTube videos of uh, Mike and some fun stuff to go back and watch and go kind of get the juices flowing and go, hey, I want to go, I want to go to this event. So January second, right after, right after New Year's. So, well, um, Josh, you uh, like you said, you've been coaching here at Meridian, both girls soccer and wrestling. You were a head wrestling coach. How, how many years head wrestling coach here? Uh, three years head wrestling coach from uh, 2009, 2010 season to, uh, 2011, 2012 season or through those seasons. And, and I know you, you grew up in the, kind of that South central Idaho area of uh, up in Sun Valley and Haley. And so tell us how you got involved in sports and then, you know, what did you kind of gravitate to sports wise when you got to high school? So, uh, I got involved in sports. Uh, actually my first sport was baseball and, um, and then, and then basketball, just through the recreation leagues. Um, my dad was uh, a, a pretty good athlete, and so it was just just hearing stories about him and seeing my older brother play is how I got involved. In high school, uh, well, th- through middle school and high school, I played soccer, uh, football, um, and uh, wrestling, and uh, baseball were, were kind of my big ones. Later on in high school, I, I finished um, playing rugby. So that was my last sport, uh, senior spring of senior year. What year was that? That you when your senior year? Man, I don't know if I want to tell you that. That's uh, nine, 1997. Okay. Well, you know, I was a I was a head coach at uh, CUNA High School from '93 to '97, and uh, and then I was assistant before that and assistant after it. So I remember you guys and the, and the rest, all that 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 Rustin brother uh, crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, uh, uh, when I was in middle school, I, I well, I wrestled between Trent and and Bo. Um, Trent was ninety six and, and Bo was ninety eight. So, uh, but I was uh, I was wrestling partners in middle school with uh, with Bo at times. So, I, I couldn't wrestle him now for sure. And Bo went on to wrestle heavyweight at Boise State, right? Yeah, Boise State. Uh, he's all American, um, third in, in nationals there. Yeah. That's cool. So playing rugby, wow, and a lot of different sports. But uh, and then you got an opportunity to go up to Coeur d'Alene when you, in college, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I went up to NIC uh, ninety seven ninety eight um, and wrestled up there. Uh, well, I was I was a practice dummy up there. Uh, they're a tough program, so great school. So, uh, yeah, folks, if you don't know North Idaho College up there in Coeur d'Alene, is just in, in, they've got quite a string of national champion JUCO Junior College national championships, don't they, Josh? Yeah, when I was when I was going in, they had won um, 
11 national championships. And then that, that year, 97, 98, uh, our team won uh, another national title that year. So they're, they're stinking tough. But was was John Owen still the coach there? Was that Pat Wickham's uh, first year? Was, I know he's assistant too there. So uh, John Owen had just stepped down, and uh, and it was Pat Wickham's first year. And boy, we we worked hard. He was uh, he was not going to live down the legacy of of, of Jo. Wow, wow, that's neat. And then you finished up though. Uh, you came down here, is that right? Yeah, I finished. I finished at Boise State. Um, I didn't. I wasn't involved in any sports at Boise State. Just uh, by the time I got there, I was. I was ready to uh, focus on, on uh, education. And you're a history teacher, is that right? Yeah, I teach U.S. Uh, history primarily to sophomores, but I, I also teach uh, an elective called military history. So that's a fun class. Cool. Did you have any desire to get back up to that Wood River Valley, or did you just wherever? Wherever uh, God put you, or how 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 did you end up landing here in Meridian School District, or now it's the West Ada School? District. Yeah. Uh, well, I did my student teaching here at Meridian High School. Um, spent a, a half year at Eagle High School, and then got back uh, to Meridian High School. Um, that was uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven, um, when I came to, to Meridian High School, and just loved the principal Jeff Stans at the time. Uh, strong, strong believer, uh, good Christian man, and. Um, yeah, he, he pulled me in and taught me a lot. Oh, that's great. You know, it's kind of funny. I I, uh, I did my student teaching here as well with Keith Ricketts. And Keith was a longtime assistant football coach, O-line coach here, but uh, and student taught in biology and over over there at Meridian High. So, well, Josh, um, I'm, I'm curious. Tell us about how you came to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Well, so... You know, when I was growing up, my mom, um, she, she's a believer, and uh, so she would she would take my brother and I to church uh, a lot. Um, my my dad my dad left uh, my mom and my brother and I when I was about five years old, and uh, so my mom raised us pretty much on her own, but um, my with my grandma's help, Grandma Kate. So uh, at any rate, I'd I'd had a background, um, a biblical background. Um, but when my dad left, my mom, she worked all the time trying to, you know, make ends meet. So we stopped going to church. Um, and so, I, you know, I remember as a kid uh, praying at times uh, for God's forgiveness. But I didn't really understand the gospel. I didn't really understand who, who Jesus was. And, uh, and actually, you know, my sports story, um, you know, I... I missed a lot of my goals. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to be a, a state champion, um, and I missed that goal. And, and I wanted to be uh, an All-American in college, and, and obviously uh, I, I missed that goal. Um, it ends up that my first year of college there, um, well, actually it was my senior year, that my mom, my mom who was really the, the, the rock, the foundation of, of my life at the time, uh, she got brain cancer. And, uh, and then... You know, once wrestling started to falter and, and I wasn't meeting, reaching the goals there, um, then, uh, man, my life just was kind of falling in. And, I, and what I've found out since, Ken, is that, um, you know, I was really building a lot of my identity in wins and losses. Um, my identity was in um, who I was as an athlete versus um, just understanding that... Uh, 
that there was more to me than than sports. And so I was really looking for approval from uh, from people through being uh, a, a winner or a champion at sports. And I was thinking that's how people would, would know me or love me or remember me. And it was my second year um, at NIC that uh, um, a friend, a roommate, asked me to go to, to um, a church service at night, which, you know, coming from a small town, I'd never heard of church at night, right? So... Uh, so I went, so went to church, and um, and man, I'll tell you what, Jesus found me, um, and he started uh, he started really pulling on my heart, and uh, and you know just a, a little little backstory, Ken, uh, just to add to that, when when the athletics started failing and my and my mom's health was failing, and um, just seemed like the world was coming down around me, um, I started drinking a lot. Um, so I was, was a pretty heavy drinker, um, for a while there. And, uh, and I just, I remember, uh, at times, you know, I kept going back to church, uh, this night service and, and eventually, um, you know, just to make a long story short, I, I gradually stopped drinking and just was kind of feeling like, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, this is just a story of like God taking me where I was at. So, uh, not trying to give anyone a guilt trip about drinking, but uh, but uh, for me, uh, I realized that I was drinking and doing things to to try to win the approval of other people, and uh, and God's love and forgiveness um, and acceptance of me uh, changed changed my life when when He found me where I was at, and um, yeah, it's just it's just kind of an, an amazing an amazing journey. I mean, there's been a lot of ups and downs since then, but uh, he has always been um, my my foundation. Yeah, so Jesus is just, uh, I, can't, I can't tell you what, what he's done um, to comfort me in my life. Hmm. That's, that's an awesome story. I know so many of us, it's kind of a human thing. We just kind of get defined by what we do. So much, even like when we introduce ourselves, hey, so what do you do? You know, and we, you know, that kind of thing. And in terms of, instead of like, you know, who we are, the, the type of person we are, I, there's a there's a Tim Tebow book called Shaken, and there's a, a comp, there's a study we've done with some of the high school FCA huddles and the college. I know at Boise State and NNU and the C of I, we've done this uh, that that Bible study. And he talked. Tim is really challenging his college athletes about whose you are. And have your identity in Christ in there. So as you're talking about that, it's just ringing, you know, that there. So, well, folks, if you're just joining us here on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting today with uh, Josh Aldinger, uh, uh, wrestling coach and girls soccer coach over at uh, Meridian High School, and or former girls soccer coach. But well, Josh, I know you, uh, I know you love the Word of God, and uh, I know it's been really important in your walk with the Lord. Um, I'm just kind of curious. I mean, where's the Lord been parking you lately in the Word, or or do you have maybe a passage of Scripture that's just like, man, you've just, man, you've, it's just been, it's been your life support where the Holy Spirit's really been talking to you. In, in. well, well, recently I've been reading through all the all the writings of of John, and so, but the the one verse that really, um, I mean, there's a lot of verses that really touched my heart and my life, but. Uh, just my with my story, um, and and, I, and it just rings true with me. Is just uh, Romans eight twenty eight and says, 
And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. And if there's one thing that I've seen in my life, uh, with all the decisions, bad decisions, bad choices I made, um, with all of my shortcomings, um, that God has, you know, worked a tapestry of beauty um, in my life. I have a wonderful wife, three daughters. I get to coach, uh, great kids. I'm a teacher, um, so he's really worked out a lot of miracles for me. That's that's cool, and you know, I've I've got to know you over the the years, Josh, and especially this last year, and I, I just. Uh, as I've watched you, um, I just sense just a, a real calling on your life as a coach. Um, you feel that too, don't you? Yeah, I think that um, you know, the God puts on our hearts, uh, puts puts desires on our hearts, and uh, um, I feel like He's called me to specifically high school age kids and uh, and loving and caring on them, um, win or lose, uh, that their identity isn't isn't the state championship or, uh, uh, you know, state titles, those are nice. Don't get me wrong, but um, trying, to, trying to learn who kids are and their story and then point them to, to God saying, hey, no matter what you are, where you came from, um, he's, he's there and he wants a relationship with you. Yeah, it's, a, it's not like, you know, coaching in high school is not like coaching in college where you can recruit your athletes. I mean, you get what you get. And so... But like you said, the opportunity just to, to love who got places in front of you, those athletes and those kids. And, and Josh, I know that you, you've been part of a – we've got a, this coach's huddle that meets uh, in the morning, Tuesday, early Tuesday morning. Um, we're going through the book of Philippians right now. It's a coach's study. What, what would you say to somebody out there that might be considering, you know, maybe just needs some extra encouragement? Why should you get involved in a, in a group? whether you're a coach's group or whatever, like a, like a small group at their church, you know, what are some of the things that were you've seen? And I know this is an FCA coaches huddle. How is that, you know, what, what's God doing in your life with that? And how has that impacted your life? Well, Ken, you know, I, in, in our world today, well, I think throughout history, men have, have kind of been isolated in a lot of ways. And, and that, I think that's a part of, of, uh, of who God made us as men. But at the same time, he also made us, relationship and to be able to to talk to other men um, and to hear from other men and, and to work with other men through the struggles of of coaching or or marriage or kids and just being able to be honest and real and uh, and then look to God with other men is just a, a major encouragement for me and uh, and yeah God's just able to, to work and speak through other people. Yeah, I know at, at that at coach's huddle, you know, I'm going through this book of Philippians, which Philippians, I just love what the Holy Spirit, you know, prompted the Apostle Paul to write. And there's so many different cool topics in there. And But, uh, you know, as we, we always start off with prayer, and we, you know, some some guys have the same kind of prayer request going on, and some it's different. And we get a chance to pray for each other, which is, this is, it, it's kind of neat, isn't it? Man, uh, if there's one thing, praying for other people is, is awesome. Praying for other men is, is awesome in, in that setting. And um, But, man, if there's one thing that I can say is that's where we need to be on our knees. Um, spending time with God, um, listening 
uh, talking to God, being real with God about where we're at. Yeah, I, you know, I've heard it said that, you know, whatever you do, I mean, prayer really is the work. It's it's the work of the ministry. We think, well, prayer is isolated and separate, but no, it's really, it's essential to whatever we're doing in life, whatever we're called to do, you know, whether it's teaching or coaching or whatever it might be. And then I know, um, I, I don't know, I, I don't know where I picked up on this, but it was years ago when... Um, it was, a, it was a little saying, it's kind of a cute little saying, but it said before you, in our, in our case with coaches and athletes. So before you talk to coaches and athletes about God, talk to God about those coaches and athletes. And it's like, before we go complaining about our problems, maybe go and then tell God about them, tell God first about those things. And then, and then, and let him start working on those things. Right. Hey, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, too many times in my life have I gone out and, and done the wrong thing or, or said the wrong thing or tried to do things on my own. Uh, what a difference it makes. And in reality, when I pray, prayerfully go out and, and try to at, at, attack or at, tackle a, um, a challenge, a problem, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I think back to David and his warriors and uh, – you know, well, the Lord is a warrior for us, and uh, but I, re- I remember reading um, in the Old Testament about David's warriors not wanting to not wanting to move unless they went to God first, and they wanted His leading. And uh, but you're right; it's like so many times I've done that too. You know, so many times we just go off, and you know, and there's times when you just need to go. You know, you know this is okay. It, it's it, maybe the Lord's answer to prayer and it's right before your eyes is we're going to go, but it seems like it's, it's too often the other way, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But, you know, I was, uh, I was thinking that, um, I heard, I can't remember who told me, but it was just a couple days ago. Ken, just that, um, well now I'm kind of having a, uh, brain fart, I guess is what they call those. Right. But, uh, but you know, um, asking God, to remind us to pray more often, you know, uh, to pray without ceasing, um, to pray before we jump into things and to talk to him because oftentimes I forget. Right. And, uh, and so, yeah, asking God, uh, just to remind me to pray, um, before I go out even, and he'll answer that prayer. Yeah. I think that was at the FCA huddle. We were talking about that the other day at the FCA huddle Meridian high. And we were, cause you know, sometimes we don't, you know, we don't even have the desire, maybe, because in our humanness, maybe we don't, because we go by feeling so much, right? And so we, we don't feel like praying. We don't feel like reading the Word. We don't feel like obeying God when He's wanting us to receive His love and give it away to a neighbor or somebody. It's like, and the simple prayer would be like, okay, Lord, give me the desire. But because right now I don't even have the desire. Lord, start giving me the desire or that thirst or that taste for your Word or prayer. Yeah, I agree. I mean, starting starting there, uh, and there's often times that I I need to pray that prayer. Give me the desire, give me the boldness, uh, because I don't I don't have it on my own. Um, God is he's he's our sufficiency. He's he's enough. He's more than enough. So, well, Josh, it's been uh, it's been great visiting with you here today, man. The time's gone by fast, hasn't it? Yeah, flew by. So. Uh, I'm not used to this. It's a little scary. 
Well, folks, we've been visiting today with Coach Josh uh, Aldinger over at uh, Meridian High School and uh, former girls soccer coach. And and you coach a club team now too, right? Yeah, I coach. Uh, right now I'm coaching with Real, Real Soccer Club. And uh, I coach a, a U10 boys team right now. And uh, holy cow, it's like herding cats. <laughs> that sounds fun. And uh, well, just some some great days and great days to cherish and and of course, Josh was a former. Uh, well, he's still coaching wrestling here, and and uh, so, folks, if you're interested in going to see and coming to listen to Mike Singletary at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl FCA breakfast, that's January second, twenty twenty, just here in a couple months, uh, a little over two months. Um, uh, there's more information at fcaidaho.org, and uh, you know if you know some Bear fans out there, folks, you know, get the word out because this is a great opportunity, isn't it, Josh, to, for evangelism and outreach, and, and maybe people that would never step foot in a church, never step come to a Bible study, maybe never even pray, but yet they'll come listen to that one, that intense linebacker. <laughs> he was only six foot, but man, he played much bigger, didn't he? Oh, he played like a monster, right? He was a monster of the midway for sure. So, and you're planning on being there, right, Josh? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't miss, I wouldn't miss Mike Singletary. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of uh, football coaches, youth football coaches out there. Again, maybe never darken the door of a church, but they'll listen to the gospel from Mike Singletary. Well, that's great. Well, Josh, again, it's a blessing from the Lord and to have you on the air today. So thanks so much. Hey, thanks for having me, Ken. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You